I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one... The only Pucko Podcast! So guys, on the 20th anniversary of Pokemon, I wanted to ask you guys, what does Pokemon mean to you? Well, it's a game. It's a community, it's a game, um, universe, whatever you want to call it, um, okay. <laughs> what Pokemon means to me? Well, I'd have to say... It means a lot to me. That is all. Pokemon is a part of my life. It was my first handheld game. It was the first game that I really got into as a child. Because back then I didn't really have a home console. Well, on the go, I'm able to take Pokemon with me. Uh, It was a way for me to meet new friends, go to exotic places in the digital world, and just be a part of a bigger thing in this world. With all the people I've met over the years, through Puckle, in and out, I can honestly say that Pokemon is a part of me, and I am glad to be a part of the Pokemon world. It means pocket monsters. Look it up. To me, Pokemon is something in this world that can only be rivaled by the Olympics. It's a medium that brings people from all over the world together to appreciate something for all ages. People share moments during battles, trade Pokemon, and discuss everything Pokemon with each other, no matter the distance or the age. In doing so, Pokemon has become part of almost every culture on Earth, and holds a special place in the hearts of millions. To me, Pokemon used to be something I did on my own. I was 17, so the people at my school didn't care about it, my 15-year-old sister didn't care about it, and my other siblings were too young for me to share anything but the anime with them. So I played Pokemon alone. But now, 16 years and many, many games later, Pokemon is what made me meet a bunch of awesome friends. Even though we live thousands of miles apart, we can share Pokemon with each other, and our friendship is what makes the game truly amazing to me now. I finally have that sense of community, the fun of battling and not caring if you lose because you lost to a friend, the chance to celebrate a new game or a day like today, the 20th anniversary, with people who love the game as much as I do. Now, to me, Pokemon is something I'm grateful for, because it's something I do with my friends. So let's train on together. What Pokemon means to me. Now, since it's turned 20, um, it's become such more mature than it has in the past. I mean, it's still a game, and everything's still kind of, you know, got the same nostalgic feel that it did, but it's evolved from a fad to a franchise, and and that franchise is really what draws me to it. There's not any one Pokemon or one aspect about it that I like. It's the camaraderie, the community, the apparel, uh, everything. 
in the world of Pokemon, everyone is just carefree, and they live their lives exactly the way they want to. And I think that is what is so inspirational about Pokemon to me. Thanks. Well, for me, Pokemon means friendship. It's just something that has always been connected to the game with me. I've always played it with friends. I've always battled with friends. I've always traded with friends. And that's what Puckle is for me. It's a place where I make friends. They also like Pokemon. And it's just this great force that binds us together. I can't even count how many friends I've made through Pokemon. I just can't imagine what my life would be like without this franchise. I've poured so much of my soul into it, and it's something that I would almost give anything for. I thank this franchise for helping me make friends, for helping me make an awesome community, and for helping me just make these connections. Without it, I just don't know that life would be nearly as good. to this fine 223rd episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-hosts, Skaran and Mr. Maximus. And we are here to bring you another Pucklelicious episode of the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007. And uh, we're more than just a podcast, we're a community, so if you are a first-time listener and you enjoy the show... Uh, feel free to come to PucklePodcast.com and hang out with us. We would love to see you and love to talk to you. We just love talking to new people. So, let's see. Um, there's obviously been a lot of big news this week. <laughs> you can say that. Yeah, the news section is going to be pretty long. We've got a lot of things to talk about this week, and so it's going to be essentially just one really long news section. But... <laughs> We'll cut it at some point so that we can talk about the biggest of the big news that's there. And we'll, uh, we'll jump right in. But without, without, uh, doing too much though, what have you guys been up to in Pokemon lately? Well, Thatch, you see, I've been doing quite a bit in the world of Pokemon recently. First of all, I recently held an event for some dear friends of mine, which was a Pokemon rarely used tournament. Ooh. That sounds yes. actually like a lot of fun. It was pretty fun. We had eight participants, so we had a nice-sized tourney bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guess who? Uh, guess what type of team won? Um, stall. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that sounds like our you, right? <laughs> they came to break. Yes, that's it. That's entirely the case. It was stall. Mm-hmm. And um, 
it was it was a fun fun uh fun bunch of matches to watch we'd all like watch each other's battles on showdown and such it was a good time oh, were you doing it over showdown and not on the cartridges uh yeah it's easier for people to do it on showdown if you haven't like played the games that's true that's true mm-hmm. yeah. um in addition i have to commemorate the 20th anniversary of pokemon Myself and two other friends have decided to do fire red slash leaf green runs. Uh, we each rolled a die to determine which starter we would get. I got Bulbasaur. Oh, that's the uh, easiest one. <laughs> I like it. Um, and um, we're going to beat the game, get a team of six, then transfer them up to Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, and then battle to see who the real champion is. <laughs> it's going to be fun. That sounds actually like a blast. It's That's what the, I've been doing. What's what's your team so far? Um, only Venusaur because I want Pokemon in the very late part of the game. Ooh, okay. That yeah, sounds reasonable. like the earliest Pokemon that will be in my team is going to be Cubone. Where is Cubone? Cubone is in the Pokemon Tower. That's right. That's it's right. like a five percent chance, mm-hmm. and then it's like a five percent chance that it will hold a thick club. So I'm gonna have to give something Thief until I get that. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because that's such a good item on it. Oh, it is absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, how about you, Maximus? What have you been up to this week? Uh, this week, uh, oh, I finished um, Super Mystery Dungeon. Oh, is it good? I haven't finished it actually. Is it good? No, no spoilers. Uh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> I, I, I almost wanted to say something, but then you said no spoilers. So. <laughs> <laughs> I had to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> and let's see. I came from League from last night on Saturday, and so we got some new people. So that's always good. Oh, that's really cool. I'm. I found out, I think I said this last week, but I found out that the league near me is doing it on Thursday nights, which I'm completely available for. Hey. And so I'm thinking about I'm thinking about starting to go. Because originally I thought it was on Wednesdays, and I play D&D on Wednesdays. And then uh, I was talking actually to somebody from who listens to the podcast. He messaged me on Reddit, and we were talking about it, and he lives in the same place I do. And he was talking about uh, the league on campus, and he's just I'm just like, yeah, it's on Wednesdays, though, so I haven't been going. And he's like, no, no, it's on Thursdays now. I'm like, oh, well, Ooh, that I works. should go. <laughs> you should do it, Patch. I really so. should. I, I don't want to go alone. Um, I just I just hate the idea of going alone, especially because it's very, you know, TCG-oriented. Uh, and... Sounds like you need an old man to give you a sword. <laughs> it's dangerous to go alone. Take well, I'm this. Try- I'm I'm trying to convince Misty to come with me. Mm. And ooh, um, yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. Yeah, I've been I was to about get... to say that I I realized it wasn't Pokemon, but you should tell Misty that I watched her Fire Emblem stream. Oh, okay. Yeah. I will yeah. I will tell her that. Well, she <laughs> knows I did. <laughs> yeah, she knows all of you guys did. Um... <laughs> She's uh she's very happy about that. That's an aside. I don't want to like use the podcast to like push the stream <laughs> or anything. Um, this, that's more personal than anything else. So she's actually doing really well though. She like gained some followers that aren't Puckalonians. Hmm. And cool. She's doing well there. If you want to know more information about that, you can shoot us an email, and I'll be more than happy to send you things about it. Because she's gonna be doing like Fire Emblem and Pokemon soon. Hmm. So yeah, she like kicked me out last time though. <laughs> so there there's some changes coming. Um as for myself Pokemon wise, I've been doing a lot of things. Especially yesterday since yesterday was uh Pokemon Day. I did a lot. Oh yeah. This week I, you know, I did Kanto Classic stuff, got ready for the Kanto Classic, got registered. I'm ready to go. I need to 
I I still need to finalize my roster. I have not done that yet. I mm. I wish I I really need to do that because I'm a little worried about a few things. I I know I can't handle Snorlax too well on my team. Mm. And go cool Snorlax. It, Snorlax is really good. Um, I, they actually did rankings for that for the Kanto Classic meta, and it, there are two S ranks, and it's uh, Snorlax and Clefable. Clefable, oh, yeah. I think, was a given. Yeah. And Snorlax, I think, wasn't so much a given, but it's it's really good. The Curselax set just like made a comeback. Speaking the, of Clefable, I just caught a Clefairy. What should I name it? Um, Clefairy. That's what you should name. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it is a female. I mean, they're anything, mostly anything think, but Luna. Anything but Luna. Ooh, that's my that's name. True. That's true. All right, I'm gonna name it Luna. <laughs> Dude, I swear, <laughs> I'll find your game and erase it. Okay. I, I We're all gonna challenge. be roommates for like three days in July, so I'll probably watch what you do. And all right, Luna, welcome to the team. <laughs> we. We had so I did that. I've uh, prepared for the Kanto Classic. In addition to preparing for the Kanto Classic, I have also prepared for. Uh, I've also the obviously red, blue, and yellow were released for the Virtual Console yesterday, and so I uh, I I bought I purchased those for the Virtual Console, and mm. I've been playing Pokemon Red. Um, Scrawn and I were having a discussion before the show about how awful these games are. <laughs> which... Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I pers- I get how some people want to do, do the nostalgia thing, but I'd rather play Fire Red over Red version. I okay. So looking back, so move pools were super shallow. Yeah, like for everything. Mm-hmm. I did not realize how shallow move pools were back then because I literally I'm training a Pidgey in Red version and it evolves into Pidgeotto. One of the evolves into Pidgeotto. It is still only learned three moves. Wow. No joke. It's well, level gust, 18 only. Sand attack and. What was that? Gust, sand attack. Gust, gust. Quick man. attack. So it knows quick gust, attack. quick attack, and uh, sand attack. <laughs> That's literally all it knows. And we were, we were looking at some other things because Misty was playing yellow version. And she. We were looking at some other things and she, she's just like, yeah, so I'm trying to like get some moves for my Pokemon to take on Brock with. And so Mankey learns Karate Chop, but Karate Chop's a normal type move in Gen 1. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, like... <laughs> I see why Clefable did so well. There's no Steel types, and there in Poison type moves were like nothing in the first mm-hmm. generation. Oh, well, no, Clefable's doing... Clefa- There's definitely ways to take out Clefable. I have never had trouble with Clefable with my, with my Kanto Classic team. But mm-hmm. Snorlax is like the bane of my existence. Snorlax is really good. Snorlax is really good, and I did it because you need to like fit so many Pokemon on there to counter some other Pokemon. It's mm-hmm. really hard to find something to balance everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I, I mean, I think I think I found a solution, but I need to sit down and test it a little bit probably tonight. And if it works, I'm gonna run with that. Mm-hmm. But I'm probably going to run, like, a Machamp or something. I've been wanting to run Machamp competitively for so long, but I ne- he never fits on any of the teams I build. And mm-hmm. this is the moment. This is the moment I run Machamp. And, You've been waiting for this moment um, for all your But, yeah, I was really reinvigorated, actually, to play these games because I wasn't, I wasn't super hyped about it. Because in the, We'll talk more about it in the news, but you're, you're able to bring them up to Pokemon, the recently announced Sun and Moon versions. Yeah, and so I'm. I've been more invigorated to play these games than I have in the past, just mm-hmm. because like I I was gonna play them regardless, and just for the nostalgia and everything. But now mm. that like I can bring up the team after I did it, I like I wasn't all in like nostalgia mode, 
until that announcement. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I'm just like, I can recreate my old team and then bring it up with me. <laughs> I'm just like, that would be so cool. And I know I'm not the only person that thinks that way. Um, other than that, oh, we did the cool Pokemon Day events. So, like, GameStop had some stuff going on. We went over there. We got the posters. We went over to um, Toys R Us. Toys R Us had a much bigger, like, showing. And it was apparently nuts because they started, like, the event at noon. We had come in earlier at 10 o'clock. The guy, they didn't put the uh, Generations TCG stuff on the shelf. They were saving it for the event, but we talked to one of the guys there, and he's just like, oh, yeah, we have them. Here, just buy it now. And so we bought it at, like, 10 o'clock, and we came back at noon. <laughs> nice. And they were all sold out, though. We walked in literally at, like, 1210. Oh, my And they goodness. were just all gone. Wow. And so I guess for future notice, like, when you're going to get those Generation boxes, if you want those pins that bad, you go there as soon as they, like, put them out. Because mm-hmm. I, I haven't been able to find any of those in stores at all. It's it's insane. The generation set's really cool. I'm really hyped for it. I'm really sad you can't buy individual packs. Um, uh, we also watched the Pokemon Twitch stream yesterday for Pokemon Day. That was a lot of fun. It was mostly Jay Witz just, like, selling you on Pokemon. Yeah. And it was, I mean, but it was cool to have up in the background. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, but yeah, that's what I've been doing in Pokemon lately, and I guess we should go and just start getting into the nitty-gritty of the news. There's so much to talk about, so cue the epic music. Radio Tower. This just in. And on to the news. As we've already told you, we've talked about Sun and Moon just a l- little bit briefly, but we are going to save that t- for our main topic today, so let's knock out some of this other news that has been released this week. So in addition, during the Pokemon Direct that aired on Friday, we have the, uh, we have, in addition to just that Nintendo Direct, we have the news that Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow on the Virtual Console will be able to transfer their Pokemon to Pokemon Sun and Moon, which is very, very interesting. I'm very excited. It makes me want to play the Virtual Console titles again. And this is mm-hmm. this is actually what like a lot of people in the community have been asking for. I think yeah. that's incredibly interesting that this happened. I don't know. Do you guys think it happened because the community like made such an uproar about wanting this? Well, and, and honestly, well, Tron, do you want to go first or should I just kind of... Um, no, go ahead. Okay. No, honestly, it's not really that big of an impact. No. If, if, you, if you think about it, because back then, Gen 1, there are no abilities. You still can't transfer items. Mm-hmm. You, and, no, 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 no. And with the Pokemon you have, you can probably much still get today. Probably the only ones you probably want to transfer over in, real, in reality are probably the legendaries. Because you can pretty much get any of the Pokemon better, and you can't not like you can't use them for a competitive use. Because once you bring them over, they're probably going to get get random IVs when you check on them, random mm-hmm. nature, random ability. Uh, if they have multiple abilities, and, mm-hmm. and sure, you want to keep them around for the nostalgia factor, but in reality, are you ever going to touch those guys again? That's true. Already- I I agree with you. I agree with you. Besides, like the sentimental factor. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there is the side that fact that Fisher is a TM in Gen One. <laughs> oh my goodness! Choice. Someone just brings a choice card. Oh, Machamp. <laughs> oh, Machamp gets that. Oh my goodness, that's gonna be crazy. Yeah, Machamp. No guard Machamp with Fisher. Tell me how that Whoa. works out. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> they, they could very well just make it impossible for Machamp to have no guard. Yeah. That's his hidden ability, isn't it? I believe so. Let me double check. I don't want to say for sure, but yeah, no guard Machamp with Fissure. Tell me how that's how how that's gonna shake up the meta. Yeah. Uh, choice Choice Scarf, no no uh no guard Machamp. Mm. Uh, actually no guard is one of its regular abilities. Oh man, this is gonna be because yep. I'm pretty sure I can use it in Gen 1, because I know I pretty saw it in that Pokemon Stadium. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. No guard Machamp with Fissure. This sounds like a blast, guys. <laughs> Bring in the flying type. Yeah, right? That sounds that sounds really broken, actually. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. I'm very... That's that's concerning, actually. In complete retrospect, that's, uh, that's definitely... Yeah, it can learn Fissure... I don't think it would get the hidden ability, though. Oh, is that a hidden ability? No, no, it's not. It's not a oh hidden ability. Oh, my goodness. They could very well make it impossible and make sure that every Machamp that gets transferred is a Guts Machamp. Or maybe, you know, they could have... Because this is, like, I think this is one of the reasons why we're not allowed to do it to Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. And no, but what, the, what about the ability moon. capsule? Oh, God, I totally forgot. <laughs> um, <laughs> we just found like the most broken thing oh my gosh oh man let's i wish we wouldn't have done this this sounds like an evil thing now oh man <laughs> sounds really really evil uh, yeah okay well, let's let's put fisher in the game i hope <laughs> yeah maybe maybe like fisher won't be affected by no guard or something um, maybe they'll make that change in Gen 7. Like, Oko moves aren't... I mean, Oko moves already aren't allowed in our meta, in, like, OU and stuff. But mm-hmm. in the VGCs, that's perfectly legal. <sighs> you know, so we could see Gen 7 VGCs with no guard, Fissure, Machamps. But you know, maybe maybe the VGCs will go a step further and be like, hey, you can't use one-hit one KO moves. You know? I think one-hit KO moves are very cool for in-game. But competitively hold like no value. And uh, actually, last year I was playing some kid at uh, nationals. You guys were signing up for a tournament or something. Mm. And uh, I'm playing that. He's just like, yeah, let's battle VGC style. I'm like, okay, that'd be fun. And so I, I battled him VGC style. He's got this Landorus. I'm like, oh man, so he knows what's up with the VGC. You know, he knows like the common threats and everything. So he's using one. Next thing, next turn, this Landorus uses extra sensory. I'm like, what? Uh, and then the turn after that, he uses Fissure. <laughs> oh. And it doesn't hit. And, uh, he had this, he, I'm just like, and so, like, we're talking afterwards, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to be, like, gym leader Thatch, you know. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, so, like, you could probably improve your team by, like, focusing on either just attack or special attack with that Landorus. Uh, maybe just, just attack, and, you know, Fissure's only got, like, a 30% accuracy, you should go for, uh, for, uh, a hundred percent with earthquake or something. Earthquake's a pretty good move, and I I get the uh, I get the twelve year old kid response, um, or not? I shouldn't say twelve year old kid, um, but I get the response. Um, 
well, it seems to work for me most of the time. And it's just like, mm. I'm like, yeah, I guess mm-hmm. if you were to do it a lot of times, it'd probably work for you maybe, say, 30%. Uh, yeah. But that's just me. That's none of my business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. yeah. But, you know, whatever. That's my Fisher story. Um, <laughs> in other news, we since we had like this host of Pokemon things happening, and it's very cool... Um, this week, starting on March 1st, which is Tuesday, you can go onto the Nintendo Network and download a Celebi. Now, this isn't like the Mew codes where you can go grab the Mew code and then get the Mew later until, I think, like the end of May. But this is a Celebi. You have to download it between March 1st and 24th. And so, please do that while you can. Um, don't miss out. Um, Celebi, though, I'm not like as excited for as like Mew, right? Because Mew hadn't been given away for like three or six years and then Celebi we just got like two two three years ago right two years ago am i mistaken mm-hmm. yeah from pokemon bank i don't know yeah that that is um it's about three three to yeah. four I'd, I'd say about two years or so um but then but the Celebi pin is coming soon <laughs> in the mythical generations box the pin like this is a pin you put on your clothing like so so have you seen the pins in like the tcg three packs yeah. So they're doing it with uh, with the uh, Mythicals every month now, too. So, like, March 1st, they're doing a Celebi box. And this month, they did a Mew box. So I already got the Mew pin, and so I, I collect these pins. I'm an awful person. I have so many TCG cards just because I was collecting the pins. Oh, trust me, I know. <laughs> I've se- I've heard about your Amiibo collection. This isn't Amiibo, this is pins. Okay, these are different. They're the same thing in a different form. <laughs> they really are, but these pins are so cool. And, you know, I, I don't know, I'm a big fan. And so this comes out the first, so I need to keep that in mind. I'm going to go on the first and try to buy one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Nice. Um, Yeah. I think that's, I mean, there's not much other news to talk about other than Sun and Moon. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I think there is the mention that Red, Blue, and Yellow are on the Virtual Console right now. You guys should check that out if you haven't already. Um, if you haven't, like, I know a lot of people haven't. It's possible to be like 16 years old right now, being able to drive a car and never have played Red and Blue version. Ooh. And still be like a huge Pokemon fan. Mm-hmm. And hmm. so if you haven't already, I encourage you to go do it. I very much encourage you to do it. Also, if you want to celebrate Pokemon 20 in style you can download the Pokemon Photo Booth app, which is a lot of fun for creating, like, profile pictures <laughs> and stuff like that. It's uh, it's very silly. Um, you can put in, like, something used blank, it was super effective, or it wasn't very effective, or something like that. I'm, I'm very much into it. I use it at work all the time when my uh, colleagues slack off. Um, I'll be nice. like... <laughs> exactly. Um, like, George used Dota. It wasn't very effective. And, you know. <laughs> and Go stuff down. like that. But, uh, that's, that, it's a fun app. If you haven't looked at it already. Alright, Misty, here I come. <laughs> um, if you haven't, like, realized, I'm actually, like, playing my Leaf Green version right now. You sound a lot like Professor Sycamore from back in the day. Mm-hmm. That's exactly just... what he used to do. I uh just got my Helix fossil. Now I'm facing Misty. Mm-hmm. Praise Lord Helix. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think that wraps up the news. I don't think I missed anything else that's too big. I would like to say the uh, 
I should talk about the red, blue, and yellow Virtual Console titles. They are almost 100% unaltered from their originals, despite like being altered with, messed with to uh, trade between games. They are, uh, they they include missing no, they include all of your favorite glitches. So it's it's very interesting because there, there's definitely going to be some caveats to moving certain Pokemon over, I think, because they can't let somebody like transfer missing no into Pokemon Bank. That would be absolutely ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I think there's going to be something coming up. Hopefully that enough to prevent Fissure of a champ, no guard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like no Fissure in the game. Or or what they could do, actually, is they could make sure that every Pokemon gets its hidden ability when transferred oh. from red and blue and yellow. Um, that That could be the fix to the problem right there. They could all have their hidden abilities because then you can't use the ability capsule. Right. That's that might be the way to go about it. And that can't make the rest of Pokemon viable then. You can use them for breeding. Yeah, exactly. You can at least use them for breeding and there's a purpose to trading your things over from Gen One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that um, I think that might be the way better. to go about it. I wonder if this is a good way to like get that soft boiled Clefable. The, that might be. Actually, this might be a better way to do that. You're one hundred percent correct. The problem is you can't get Magic Guard if they only allow hidden abilities. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, well, you could get Unaware. Unaware is a really good ability, too. Magic Guard is, a, I mean, Ability Capsule Thatch. That's one of its normal abilities. Yeah, I know. But if you have the hidden ability, you can't use the Ability Capsule. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. No, yeah. you can't. No, don't lie to me. But I've totally done it before. I've not done it before. I, I tried to do it before on my extra drill, and it didn't work. Oh. Yeah. Well, what I did once was I used an ability capsule on a Pokemon with a hidden ability, mm-hmm. and then it switched to the ability I didn't want, so I used one again, and it went back to the other ability hmm. that I did want. That's interesting. Because hmm. I, I tried it on my Bolt Breaker Excadrill, because I wanted a Sandrush one, and it didn't mm-hmm. let me do it. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Very confusing. <laughs> very confusing. <laughs> it's very interesting. Indeed. Interesting. Mm, interesting. Intriguing. Mm. I wonder if that. I wonder if that work with Pokemon that has only two abilities because yeah, I, I, I can I can see that. That's true. Maybe Excadrill it wouldn't let me do it with Excadrill because no, Excadrill has two other abil- abilities, doesn't it? I thought uh, it had three. Um, I can look it up. It should have a hidden ability and two others. I think it has something other than Sandrush. Yeah, it has uh, Sand Force as well. Yeah, I'm saying like it'll do the hidden ability and one other ability. It'll be random, and then if it has only two, it'll just be those two. I swear it didn't let me do it for my Excadrill. I swear. Okay, I'll look this up. We need to we need to give true and honest information. You guys could very well be right to our to our listeners. Uh, I, I don't even know anymore. I, I don't know anymore. All right, let's see this. Bulbapedia just pulled you up. Okay. Okay. Let's see the ability. Uh, oh. Okay. Oh. What's it say? Oh, well, looks like you're right, Thatch. I am right? Yeah. Um, I don't don't know how to explain this anomaly. Yeah, I could have swore that it worked on things with hidden abilities. I I guess it doesn't. It doesn't. So it's it's very interesting. I wish it did. I wish it did. That would make life so much better. But whatever. Whatever. Okay. I think that's enough, though, for the news. Mm. (laughs) So let's kick it on over to the uh, let's let's take a short break and then we'll come back at you guys with a topic. 
Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your Puckle experience. First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com, where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon, where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And on to the topic today, it is what everybody's been waiting for, our discussion on Pokemon Sun and Pokemon Moon. And these are two games that were announced during the Pokemon Direct on Friday. They are new games entirely they are gen 7 i will say that for sure because on the pokemon they didn't they didn't say much during the pokemon direct but on pokemon.com there's a press release and there they say they're going to be new pokemon it's going to be in a new region so that's new gen right that's the definition of new gen we agree yeah yeah Yeah. okay yeah so this is this is gen 7 this is 100 gen 7 which we can get into a discussion here in uh in a minute but it's it's skipping over the z version which is kind of sad but we're getting Gen 7 later this year. They say holiday 2016. So my money is on November 18th, 2016. Mm. I almost guarantee it. I'm just happy as long as there's a battle frontier, you know? Oh my gosh. Yeah, there better be one. Uh, <laughs> we, In addition, we saw literally no footage of these games. And we saw their logos. That was it. They were leaked uh, the day before the Pokemon Direct. And they were just confirmed the next day. It's very interesting. There was a very cool homage in that video, though, to Pokemon mm-hmm. in general. It's a very good that was video. really cool. Like I was one of those people who woke up super early to watch it, mm-hmm. and just not knowing like what you were going to get, it was incredibly suspenseful. I ended up shrieking in excitement. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I when I watched it, I was literally I was literally sitting there in my office, and I was just like like. I knew it was only about six minutes long, and the entire time I'm just sitting there waiting for it to, like, actually tell me something I didn't know. It was just, like, it was the longest, like, minute and a half of my life until they came to, like, 2016, Pokemon Sun, Pokemon Moon. Yeah. Like, it was the longest minute and a half of my life. I'm like, they're wasting my time right now. <laughs> they could be telling me about a new game. No, but Ishihara-san. Mm-hmm. No, in That's... retrospect, it's really cool. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a little sad because like, Nintendo Directs have just been very awkward since Awada's death, and yeah. just seeing anybody else just going directly to you with their hands like that is just—it's just very off-putting. Mm. You know. Yeah. I know they're trying to pay homage to him, but it's just not the same. It's not the same, but that's that's an issue for another day entirely. Uh, <laughs> so um. So um uh can we can we get to the speculation part? We obviously yeah, absolutely. I think there's a lot to talk about because uh this this 2 minute video is has been ripped apart talking about these new games with Oh uh, my because god. we were just shown like we just shown like pictures in a video of like their uh their development and everything. Uh-huh. And uh, I've watched so many different videos about it. I think it's very interesting uh where the region people think is based on. I think it's very wow. interesting to say. Uh, I don't know if you have seen this video. Fluffy has posted it for us in our in our group chat, and it's uh, it's uh, the Pacific yeah, Islands. It. It's uh, Singapore. Maybe maybe they'll include Hawaii. Who knows? 
Yep. I think that's very interesting. Uh, funny story. I once played a Pokemon RPG that took place in Pokemon Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. It's it's very interesting. I, I hope it doesn't turn into be like Hoenn. You know what I mean with like all the surfing? Oh, oh I yeah, all it. the w- They're very be, conscious about that. Yeah, I, I, I they've done better in I mean, after Hoenn, there's literally been there's been like almost no surfing. Right? Mm. You have you you have Gen five where you didn't need an HM at all to get through the game. Except for a couple instances you needed to surf in waterfall. Well oh, yeah, like, okay, with uh, Gen, Road. Yeah. With the Gen three remakes, they uh, really made it uh, more fun, especially if you had a Sharpedo. That's true. Because you could just use a repel and then just zoom through the water. Yeah, no that's true. I mean you were you had Whalmer, I think, Sharpedo and Kyogre all had their own surfing sprites. Mm-hmm. Which was very cool. Um, it, I just, I just hope it doesn't become very water-based like that. I think the bigger thing to talk about, though, other than, like, the region being in Singapore, while I think it's cool and the hotels match up and everything, mm-hmm. I would really like to talk about all of the trucks that we saw. Like, oh, all yeah, the of vehicles. the vehicles. There, there oh. are a lot of vehicles. I don't, I honestly don't know how they're going to implement it. I, the, the one thing I took away from, there are two things I took away from the vehicles. One, there was, like, a Pokemon Center ambulance thing and two was the blastoise being a fire truck <laughs> That's all. well it kind of makes sense because we've seen before pokemon like coral had like working together with humans and like doing specific jobs like the machos yeah. and with the moving and we've seen let's see what was um i think there was a time we saw electrodes in a power plant Charging electricity. Like, we saw more Machokes stomping the ground for some guy's house in Viridian City. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be very interesting if it was like a mini game or just so much like more immersive in the I'm a Pokemon trainer experience. You mm. know? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be really cool to just go in and be like, yeah, today I helped the fire department with my Blastoise. He mega <laughs> evolved and then punched the fire. <laughs> Oh, should have seen that coming. <laughs> oh boy, it was it was an old joke in a new form. Okay, yeah, that was pre-rehearsed, by the way. Um, oh. and <laughs> hasn't happened yet. That's it hasn't happened yet, and it probably never will. I'm Ooh. very excited though. I mean, the only the thing that confuses me though is the truck that you see with um with a staunchly pert man driving a a um I'd say young girl in the passenger seat and three Pokemon in the in the bed of the truck. Mm-hmm. I think it's very interesting just seeing that artwork. I don't know what the plan is there. Do you, do you think we're going to be able to drive cars in this one? I think it would be an interesting fast travel system, but I don't think you're going to be able to drive cars. They'll they'll kill the uh they'll kill the flying system. And um I I doubt that. Yeah, especially after what they did with um Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire mm-hmm. with Latios and Latios. I doubt that. I doubt we're going to get see a soaring mechanic return. Oh yeah, I don't, but I just don't think they're going to kill Fly. It's been something from since Gen One. It's been yeah, it's absolutely been a staple. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it would be I don't know. I do hate the idea that I always have to have a Pokemon in my mind in my party that knows Fly. Just because it's just like yeah, I really want that fast travel aspect, right? Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. There's there's a lot there. There's a lot to think about because new generation means so many new things. Um, yeah. There's going to be some change to Pokemon as a whole. Like there's they could they could do something as in, as in, uh, as simple as being like, oh, there's underwater battles now, or there's I don't know something something mediocre like triple battles. Uh, <laughs> maybe we'll get quadruple battles, Gron. Oh, um, if you can master oh. quadruple battles. I can bring four crowbats now. <laughs> Why awful. stop there? Why not just have all six out at the same time? Yeah, right. <laughs> Hexa battles. Well, I would Gen be, nineteen. If if they did literally just one thing for me in the games, I think it'd be very cool to do like a reverse horde battle. Mm. You know, a reverse horde battle. Like you're gonna you're about to take on the big bad legendary. You know, and your team's obviously horribly underleveled for this, and there's there hasn't been a point. There's no reasonable way that your team could have gotten to the level of that, so you couldn't do like a fair one-on-one fight. So you have to play five at once against the one legendary. Uh-huh. You know so what I mean? Like, so it's like a boss battle on any other RPG. Yeah, literally a boss <laughs> battle in any other RPG. And you just you just take him on and you whittle him down before you can catch him. That's the one mechanic I would like to see in this game. And I, I think that's a reasonable expectation. We already have horde battles, it's just reversing it, you know? It seems you... like a really long, convoluted turn. Shh. <laughs> uh, no, what were you about to say, Maximus? I kind of, you know how there are certain moves, certain moves that you can use with, like, you know, like double battles, use certain moves together, it'll boost the power of the moves. Mm-hmm. You use the technical, like, ground or, like, the water, ple- or the pledge moves. Yeah. I, I want to see more combination moves. Like, that would be pretty cool. That would be, I, I mean, there should be, I, I don't expect too much to shake up Pokemon, because right now, to me, I mean, I'll probably say this even, you know, after Gen 7 comes out, but right now, it's it seems like it's in a very good place. Like, Pokemon, competitive Pokemon's in a very good place. Mm-hmm. We just had a major shake-up. Nothing has really changed since Leaf Green and Fire Red, other than the special uh, physical split. And, yeah. I mean, we had triple battles, but they're triple battles. And I don't know. I think it would be very interesting to see a few things. I don't know. I I don't think they're going to change it up dramatically to the point where Pokemon gets shaken down to its core. Maybe we'll see something slightly different. Maybe we'll get something that's the equivalent of, like, hidden abilities, you know? Mm. That'd be very interesting to see. On top of hidden abilities, something else. Or, because they can't really make it much easier for you to get, like, perfect IV Pokemon. Yeah. They can't make it much better, much easier. I Without, think this like, is making the game too easy. Yeah, I think this is as easy as you can make it before it's just too easy. You know, and I I understand 100% why they're doing that, right? Mm-hmm. They're doing it because they want the entry level to be lower, but I would like to see I I don't want to I don't if they make it try to make it easier, I will be super upset. You want to put you need you want people to put some work into it. Yeah, exactly. I I just you you can't just like walk in there and be like, "Hey, I just caught this Pokemon yesterday. I'm done. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I would really... I hope they don't make it easier. If anything, they could go back and make it harder. But that would just be unenticing, I think. At this point. I don't know. Is, is there anything else you guys would like to see? Mm. Let's see. Well, it's obvious we're getting new Mega, so... We have that's to. That's just I, a given. 
I hope Mega Evolutions tied into the story well, and not like an Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, where it felt very shoehorned in. Mm. You know? Yeah, kind of. I guess I can understand why it was shoehorned in because since it was the remakes mm-hmm. and they're trying to they're trying to keep it like keep true to the Mega Evolutions and not have them be the main story because that's Mega true. Evolutions that's X and Y's thing, but yeah, yeah. I hope I hope it's just very well tied to the story. I I do think it's interesting we ha- haven't seen any uh, any uh, what's the what's the word development on with like Mega Evolution art in it. We just mm-hmm. saw regular Blastoise in the fire truck. We've just seen regular Pokemon riding around in trucks. We didn't see any art of Mega Evolution Pokemon. Granted, we didn't see much artwork of regular Pokemon either. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know. I hope they don't remove Mega Evolution. That would be very sad. They better not. That that's a lot of work to take out a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. I I would hope they would not do that. Mega Evolution is an awesome mechanic that I think they put in, and I hope they do not remove it. Mega Heracross is too much fun. <laughs> um, what about that, like, sprite that we saw? Oh, you're talking about the, the bird that we saw in the picture and people, like, have drawn it all over the internet? Yeah. Yeah, that bird, it's definitely, okay, so I, I, don't, I, I don't know what there is to say about it other than it's more than likely, from most angles, like, a lot of pictures that they took of it are very unflattering and it make it just look like a fledgling. <laughs> But there, there is a particular angle that you can take the picture at, and it definitely looks like a blue jay or some. It looks like, I'd say, like a star avium mixed with a fletchling. Why not a peacock? I don't think there's. I don't think it's a peacock. We didn't see the feathers yeah. in the back or anything. He kind of has that raised feather from what I saw. I I would love to see a peacock Pokemon. I'd be down with a peacock Pokemon. What about quail? Quail. Quail could be the other option. I like. I think quail's more reasonable. Cause with the one feather stick in there. Also, I felt during the direct. This is a complete side note. Did they not spend like way too much time like hyping that you could read Pokemon in simplified and traditional Chinese? Or well, is that just I think me? this. I think this is a big deal for a, a lot of people because you like couldn't do it before in certain. That's true. I mean, it just felt very overhyped to me, but. You know, whatever. Well, if yeah, if you're a native English speaker, I imagine it would be native anything but Chinese speaker, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but to be like, fair, though, for... like I think a sixth of the world is speaks Chinese as their first language. So yeah, it's um, I, I imagine if you were Chinese before and you wanted to play this game, you probably had to do it in another language. Mm-hmm. But now you can do it in a more comfortable way. Yeah, that's very... I, I mean, I still feel like it was a little overhyped, but that's just me. Um, Let's see. So I think another thing to talk about would be... What was it? What what, what do you think the legendaries are going to be? Or do you think there are going to be new legendaries? What do you think? Uh, of course, yeah. There's going to be legendaries. <laughs> but what they are, that's going to be... Let's see. I'm very surprised. This is very different than the X and Y launch, where we got a trailer for the game. We didn't get a trailer. We just got titles this time. And I, I'm just as excited. I mean, we're we're closer to the release of this game than we were when we heard about X and Y to its release. And I think it's very interesting that I think they're just going to do like a very slow rollout of things. Like maybe next month, Koro Koro will leak us like a starter or just some random other Pokemon in Gen Seven. You know. Mm. Uh, 
I I think one last discussion point, or not last, but another discussion point that we should we should bring up is what do you think's going on with these Zygarde forms then? Uh they they may be they could still be implemented, or they could be saving them for for Z version. Well, what would happen with Z version? Where where is Z version? Well, you can come out a year after this. But isn't that Gen six then, and not Gen seven? Possibly. And that doesn't sound right. I don't know why you would release like an older gen game during another generation. It seems odd. I mean, they could very Maybe. well like, do a sequel of like X and Y during Gen Seven. Maybe this is all like preparing for the Gen Seven games as a whole. A bunch, like maybe a remake of a ton of the games, all in like one area. I don't know. I'd be very, I'd be very excited because I'd like to see this become more of like let's go visit another region at the same time. I was really mm-hmm. hoping for like a Spain, so we'd go back to Kalos, and you know that would make sense. They could flesh out the Zygarde story. I I do think that Zygarde's a little bit more complicated than people thought, and <laughs> we probably they probably had a very hard time figuring out gameplay and how to implement that into the game. Which I I don't blame them. I mean, bringing in Zygarde core and Zygarde cells, like, are you catching each of those individually? It's not like the DNA splicer where it was a very simple process because you can't bring like twenty Zygarde cores into your party. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That's just me. That's me thinking. But they they might have had like a very very uh, hard time figuring out how to implement that in game. Perhaps. I I mean, do you think in Sun and Moon? We'll see some kind of Zygarde form change, or no? Possibly, there could be like um, let's see, not factory, but um, a lab there that can possibly tell you how to do that, to multiply them, or mm-hmm. divide them, or combine them, or who knows. The way that I see it, the Pokemon Company is very, very meticulous, and they have a plan of some sorts. I don't think that they would make something and then just give up on it. Like, they're mm-hmm. going to put it in here some, somehow. I hope so. I mean, I'm very upset that I can't play with 100% Zygarde. Or 10% Zygarde. You know? It's very weird. I mean, it makes sense now, thinking that we're getting a Sun and Moon release, why we didn't see a Z release five months ago. But, I don't know. I, part of me is just kind of like, I really wish we could have seen Pokemon Z. Mm. I really wish we could have. Uh, what's another what's another interesting point to bring up is that these games are for the 3DS and not for the new 3DS, according to the press release. Okay. I think I think that's very interesting. I was really hoping for like a reboot, like a rebuilt engine, where you don't get lag in 3D battles. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm a, I'm a little upset. I mean, I think I think some of us were expecting an NX release of some sort, and. <laughs> It would be it'd be very cool. Uh, the only reason I want NX is because I think it'd be much easier to stream via NX versus anything else, and that's that's just that's like coming from a very small minority of people who play these games. But the Pokemon Company does seem to like an install base, as opposed to trying to get on new hardware right away. Mm. I mean, they did that for Black and White. Like as soon as like Black and White and the 3DS launched at the same time, and Black and White was still on the DS. Because the Pokemon company is like, no, we want to keep with the install base that we have. And same thing with Black and White 2. You're obviously going to keep those on the same generation. I think mm-hmm. I think another thing to bring up is the past two generations now, we've only had two game two game releases, you know? 
Uh, you get black and white, black and white too, and then this past one we got X and Y, and then Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, and then we're done. So I I can see the Pokemon Company moving to somewhat of a faster paced um, cycle for their generations. I hope it's not like two and two years like Gen Five was. Like Generation Six, we're gonna get a good three years out of. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm okay with three years of Generation Six. I'm not okay with two years of Generation Six. Generation Six was a lot of fun, and I assume Generation Seven will just build on that. Um, what do you guys think of how many Pokemon do you think they'll add to Generation Seven? Um, oh. Based on what information I have to go off of, I don't think it's going to be a Gen Five sort of release where you get 150 more. I think it'd probably be closer to Gen Six where you get like 72 more or something. Mm-hmm. What about you, Maximus? I'm just trying to keep trying to keep the trends because I've been noticing that every single even number. Seems to ha- add more Pokemon to the generation than the odd numbers do, comparison to the generation beforehand. But Gen Six did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know the odd number generations actually add more Pokemon typically. The odd gen- number generation. So this one, I mean, you could you could expect. I, I don't know. I wouldn't expect more than a hundred. You know, I I think X and Y added just enough Pokemon. Yeah, it didn't overcrowd. It, it. wasn't overcrowd. I. You know, how many how many times do you need to repeat the same monkey with just a different typing before you're just like, oh man, we have enough Pokemon, right? <laughs> Gen 5 was filled with like a lot of fluff. Let's let's just put that out on the table right now. It was filled yeah. with a lot of fluff. You have Pansage, Simi Sage, Simi Simi Seer. All yeah. all the uh all the same design essentially, just different typings. You, then you then let's let's look at the genies. Not their not their um, Therian forms, but their incarnate forms. <laughs> they are literally the same yeah. thing, with don't a different tail again. and a different color palette. I think there's reason enough for that. I don't have a problem with it. I think they're all cool. Uh, I mean, I mean, in retrospect, yeah, because they become so ingrained in the Pokemon franchise now. But I think initially, I was shocked at like how unoriginal the designs were. Why do we have so many Pokemon that look exactly the same? You know. And they, they did add some cool Pokemon, design-wise. I'm not going to say competitive-wise, but design-wise. They've added, uh, they added Zipstrika. I thought a Zebra Pokemon was a really cool idea. I mean, yeah. then you have... Excadrill. Uh, Excadrill. Excadrill is just a really good Pokemon in general. And is a really cool Pokemon, typing-wise. And Haxorus, I thought, looked really cool design-wise. I'm oh, really sad yeah. that he had a base 97 speed. And then yeah. you know there were just a lot of Pokemon though in that in that fr- in that generation that were fluff and there were some good ones right? but I don't know I hope based on what they say I think the rumors were that Generation Seven is going to be including Pokemon that are uh, that are more harkening back to Generation One styling with very simple color palettes and very simple designs right am I mistaken in that? That was said, right? I mean, not not in this press release, but it was said at some point. I, I don't recall it. Yeah, but same. It might have. Oh well, it's fine. I could see that, especially since it's the twentieth anniversary. Yeah, especially since it's the twentieth anniversary. Do you think they're gonna do callbacks to the twentieth anniversary in any way, like in this game? Yeah, I see. There's gonna be some nods to it. I hope even, even if you're small. Yeah, I hope there's some pretty good nods. I don't know. It'd be really cool to take it back to Kanto as well, somehow. But the problem is, I think the problem today of taking things back to Kanto 
would be that you would have to you'd have to send people to Johto. We know it's there, you know. Just go south of Pallet Town. Just cross over. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know. We all know that Johto is like right over there, mm-hmm. and if you cut us off from Johto somehow, we're gonna be upset. Yeah, you know, be cool. We get to see Professor Oak in this game. Maybe I would, that's how we haven't seen Professor Oak since Gen Four. Mm-hmm. <gasps> that's right. I think that is a, a travesty. That should be corrected. We should see Professor Oak somehow in the next generation. He could just come and visit. He could. You know, it'd be really cool if like he got transferred there somehow. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I would be. I would <laughs> transferred be transferred there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I would be very cool. It'd be very cool to see also in these games for people to get the Johto starters. Mm. Just kind of like how you got the Kanto starters in Kalos. Mm-hmm. You get the Johto starters this time. I think that'd be very cool. You know, the professor's friends with Professor Elm or something like that. I think that'd be cool. Oh, you know, be the funniest thing ever. What? Let, let's say you know, there's probably you know how there's going to be a new professor, mm-hmm. like doing the introduction and everything. And, and the professor's all nervous and like, and all of a sudden you hear this random voice say, "You know what? You seem nervous. Take, let me let me just do this. I've been doing this for over twenty years. Let me t- take this." Up. <laughs> and all of a sudden we see Professor Oak just doing it again. The introduction mm. into the yeah, world of it'd, Pokemon. It'd be really cool to see like red and blue somehow in this game as well. I I would be very excited to see just, like a Pokemon World tournament, just like they did in uh, Black and White Two. I think that'd be an awesome thing to add to. Just celebrate the series and its twenty years. I think that'd be fantastic. I'm just waiting for that Pokemon MMO. <laughs> Pokemon, let's let's. We should do a Pokemon MMO episode where I can discuss and tell you why all of that's a bad idea. But you that's know, another episode. You can try Thatch, but I don't think you're gonna get anywhere. It's it's a very horrible idea. <laughs> So, uh, is there anything else we want to say about Pokemon Sun and Moon? I'm excited. I think we're all You're excited. You're excited. Oh, yeah. Let's do this. I'm, I think we're all very excited, and we're all very interested to see what this new game's going to bring us. And I would, I would absolutely love to see anything that we get at all. And you know what's going to be great? At least we have news now. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you, at least once a month, we're going to get some kind of Gen 7 news until... Uh, until November, I guarantee it. So, Holidays could be October. They could be October. I'd be okay if it was an October Ooh, release. Yep, I'd be okay. You know what that means? That means the UUTC is gonna be uh, in Gen Seven next year. Ooh, yeah, right. Ooh, think about that. This is this is changes for the Huckle community now as a whole. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's. Take a break then, guys. We're going to go to commercial, and we are going to just gush about Pokemon Sun and Moon, and we will catch you guys on the flip-flop. Do you have a hearty hankering for hickory hippopotas? How about a sweet tooth for some savory citra tail? Well, if you do, head over to the Rhyhorn Steakhouse, where the only thing we won't lower ourselves to dealing in is our prices. For a limited time, you can get six grilled happini steaks for only $27.99. That's a steal! Rhyhorn Steakhouse, where if it moves, we'll serve it. 
welcome back, guys. We are here for our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 36, Clefable, the it fairy Pokemon. It has an acute sense of hearing. It can easily hear a pin being dropped nearly 1,100 yards away. Wait, one... Wait, what? It's 1,100 so yards. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it's sort of like the validity factor. You make something more believable by putting specific facts in it. Like, a lot of the other ones, it looks like they say half a mile. Is half a mile 1,100 yards? Well, let's see, at three, let's see, that's, 30, that's three, the 3,300 feet. That's How over many? half a mile. Yeah, I think that's over half a mile. Oh, we just broke Pokemon, guys. Uh, well, I think it says, like, over half a mile away in the other ones. I think, I think yeah. half, 1,100 yards is, like, a good majority of a mile, actually. Well, it's just over half a mile, so that's yeah. technically true. The black two, white two says over a mile. Wait, over a mile? What? <laughs> Yeah. So in Gen 5, they're hearing increase. In black and white, though, it says half a mile, and in black and white, too, it says a mile. I don't know. It's just it's just slowly becoming worse. Yeah, it's just sad. It's just uh, slowly becoming worse and worse. Uh, Clefable's Japanese name is Pikushi, which is Pixie. That's true. It's Clefable fun. is uh one of the like this is this is an OU Pokemon actually. He is like S ranked in OU and has been for a while. It's pretty good. It it is actually like I think the soft boiled set is the perfect one, but soft boiled Clefable is so hard to get, like yeah. so hard to get. Yeah. Because the only way to get one right now, I think, is by trading from Gen three, yeah. which is insane. So you have to get like good IVs in Gen three. Mm-hmm. And then move it all the way up. And then Magic Guard is a 50-50 chance of happening to your Clefable. And it's, you could just, you could use an ability capsule. But Softboiled, Clefa- Softboiled is so hard to get in real life. You could run, in retrospect, you could run Moonlight instead. But if you're running up against a Sand team for some reason, that's not going to work. Or a Hail team. Or mm-hmm. a Rain team. It's not going to be that useful. But you also don't get as many uh, power points. Softboiled is a top top out at sixteen, I think, with PP max, and Moonlight you, has five. Yeah, Moonlight goes to eight with PP max. Yep. So I don't know. My favorite thing is like playing people with realistic sets in the Kanto Classic, and they'll try to run like Moonlight Uncle Fable, and I'll just kind of stall them out. Mm. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, you can't really do anything. <laughs> but. Yeah, Clefable, if you want to run one, though, uh, Defensive, Magic Guard, Clefable, Softboiled is the way to go. Calm Mind, Moonblast, Softboiled, and then Flamethrower is standard Clefable right now. And that takes care of most things. I think you have to worry about Heatran, but you should bring something to take care of Heatran already, like a Landorus. Because you're playing OU. Uh huh. <laughs> Why not bring a Landorus? Oh, while you're at it, bring a Salamence, too. Exactly. And. So, uh, Clefable, <laughs> you should run leftovers on it. It's just good for longevity. Magic Guard mm. is great, so it ignores any status your opponent gives it. Make it calm so you can just capitalize on that special defense stat. And then you go 252 HP, uh, 84 in special defense because it allows it to live a few um, various special attack moves. And then jump the rest of it in defense just to con- kind of compensate. But it's really, really good. 
it can it can switch into a lot of special uh, sweepers, and it can kind of just sit there and set up with Calm Mind, and you can soft boil. It's insane. Um, one of my other favorite Clefables to run, actually, is Unaware Clefable. And you can do this by, uh, obviously, its ability is Unaware. Um, you'd still run Moonblast, but instead of running Soft Boiled and, uh, what's the other move? Uh, Flamethrower, what you do here is you run Wish and Protect, which is fantastic. Mm. It's, mm -hmm. uh, Wish Protect. You can also use it as, like, support to, like, Wish, uh, to, uh, as a Wish Passer. It's very useful. You still run leftovers, but you would run a more defensive variant because then it can kind of take on everything a little bit better. Um, you run bold. You go 248 HP because this time you do have to worry about taking stealth rocks damage. You have to worry about taking uh, toxic damage and things like that. And so then you run 252 defense and then you dump the rest in special defense. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's uh, That is personally one of my favorite Clefables to run because not too many people see it coming. Unaware catches a lot of people on guard. Uh, you could say that people are unaware of its existence. But I'm... Unless you talk, like put a status oh, oh. on it, you're not gonna you're not gonna realize it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> unless, well, unless you got stealth rocks and stuff like that. But uh, <laughs> I saw I've seen a lot of people try to set up on Clefable a lot of times when you're running unaware Clefable because it it only works because the other one is so prevalent. Mm -hmm. So that that's that's the thing to look out for. But it is one of it is it is one of unaware is just one of my favorite abilities after playing with Quagsire for a while. I think the implication behind it is hilarious. There's just this Pokemon standing here, and you're, like, getting super powerful Mega Saiyan, and then you're just like, oh, what are you doing? I don't know. You're wasting your you're time, I guess. Me. <laughs> no, what was, what was funny was I was playing somebody in the Kanto Classic ladder, and I was running this Wish Protect Clefable, and the unaware one. And so he's, he's playing Calmine Clefable. And so he's sitting there, like, coal-minding up because Clefable can't Oko him, right? And so the only reason I'm whittling him down is so he runs out of uh, Moonlights at the end. So then I can just kind of be like, yeah, you don't have any Moonlights left, and then just take him out. And mm. so uh, I'm just doing that. He's sitting there all day, though, like, trying to boost his stats, and I'm doing the same amount of damage every time. He doesn't notice for some reason. And I'm just like, okay, if that's the game you want to play. Uh, I love Unaware, though. Unaware is great. Okay, so there are two Clefable cards in rotation right now. They're both fairy-type cards. And they're both awful. They are both absolutely garbage. <laughs> uh, uh, so the first one's from Furious Fist. For one colorless, you can do Follow Me, where you're allowed to switch one of your opponent's bench Pokemon with your opponent's active Pokemon. And for a fairy energy and a colorless energy, you can do Moonblast for 30, and during your opponent's next turn, any damage done by attacks from the defending Pokemon is reduced by 30. So that's that, that's somewhat useful, but not really. Yeah. The other Clefable was just released in Breakpoint. For one Fairy Energy, you can use Moon Barrier for 30 damage. During your opponent's next turn, though, prevent all effects of attacks, including damage done to this Pokemon by Dragon-type Pokemon. Which, from my understanding, is not a very top popular type to be seen in the TCG. Uh, the other one is for one fairy energy and two colorless energy. You can do tumbling attack, which is 50 plus. And the plus is when you flip a coin, and if you get heads, you do 30 more damage. Mm -mm. Uh, there's so many other card fairy type cards that do much better jobs than this one. So my suggestion is go find a different card to play. 
Mm. Uh, is there any interesting uh, trivia on Clefable? Well, I think that it looks like Dome Star Tucker. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's true. There is, there is honestly nothing going on with it. Uh, there's nothing else. It, it's it's a fairy. It's based on a fairy. It's super rare. Uh, Clefairy is actually. I think Clefairy's chance to ca for capture in Mount Moon is like 5%. If I'm huh. not mistaken. Hmm. I could be mistaken now. Let's see. Yeah, I think that I think that's I think that's what it is. I lost it. I was looking for it and I lost it. I believe it's about five percent though. Let's see. Oh, there we go. There we go. I found it. I found it. Don't worry, Scrawn. In red and blue, Clefairy can be found one percent of the time, actually. So that's even harder to find than you would expect. So one out of one hundred chance of finding Clefairy. We don't have many one. Per we don't. I don't think we Whoa. actually have one percent Pokemon chances at all anymore in Pokemon. That's cool. So in yeah, Fire Red, Leaf Green, it was one percent. Uh, not no in Red and Blue. Oh. I bring up Red and Blue because it's Red and Blue. Uh, Clefairy is still one percent though in uh, Leaf Green and Fire Red, unless you are on Basement Floor Two. In Basement Floor Two, it is six percent. Yeah, I uh, just caught it. That was pretty cool. Yeah. It's still very low. Like, 6% is awful. But, yeah. Alright, so, mm. let's see. Our next one is, I guess that's it for Clefairy. Um, or Clefable. So, if you <laughs> want to know more about Pokemon, though, you can check out all of the awesome writers at PucklePodcast.com. We have our friend Scrawn here who writes about Pokemon Origins. We have Viger doing the news. We have Mickey Panda doing awesome anime synopses. We have Snag and Whimsicott writing weekly opinion articles. We have um, Jushiro writing TCG articles. And we, Sublime. Lock. Wait, Sublime. Sublime doing VGC articles. Locke doing awesome interviews. He got an awesome interview, by the way. You can say this one's gone. Yes. Um, recently, our writer, Locke, Got an interview with the creator of Cerebee, Joe Merrick. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So that's a, a good read to look at. Yeah, it's actually very interesting. It's very cool. So check that out, bucklepodcast.com. Um, then we also have, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Baskets doing an awesome monthly comic on the website as well. Mm -hmm. And I think I think that's everybody, right? I haven't missed anybody. And uh, yeah. Sure, that's so if you want to do that, check out bucklepodcast.com. They have awesome articles. And you should definitely read them if you take the time. Um, so that's it. We're going to kick it on over to the mailbag. Where we're going to see what you guys had to say about Pokemon Sun and Moon. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Send in your emails! Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And on to the mailbag, as always. The mailbag is brought to you guys by the energy drink Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. There we go. And we're, as always... <laughs> Uh, we ask you, this is a segment for those of you who haven't listened to us before, where we take in emails from our listeners and read them on the show. 
We love hearing from you guys, and this is perfect way for you guys to be part of the show. We always ask you guys a question, and so last week we were asking you guys if you think there's going to be a Pokemon announcement, and there obviously was, and what you guys thought it was going to be. So let's jump right on in. So our first one is from Eevee Light. Good evening, Thatch and co-hosts. I haven't been able to write into the mailbag these last few weeks due to life being really hectic, but I haven't missed an episode yet. I'd like to start by telling Ethan and Jushiro that the new podcasts are awesome. I really enjoy the first Puckle Movie Club podcast, and I'm looking forward to the upcoming episodes. Ethan's enthusiasm about the movie got me so hyped up, I went on a Pokemon movie binge. I also think that Jushiro is doing a great job with the Puckle TCG cast. I haven't missed an episode, even though I don't play the TCG. I would really like to get into playing the TCG, but unfortunately I have no idea where to start, and I don't know anyone locally who plays. Uh, you can play TCG online. I think that's a great place, and honestly, the best way to start playing Pokemon trading card game is to just play Pokemon trading card game. Would you agree, Scrawn? Yeah, although it's a bit easier to learn on the online version. Yeah, online is a lot easier to learn. Mm-hmm. It, well, it does stuff for you, which mm-hmm. is why it's easier, but actually, like, playing the game requires you to know all the steps and stuff. Yeah. On another note, I am really looking forward to attending this year's Pokemon National Championship. I'm still looking for flights out to Ohio. They're kind of pricey for, from Texas, but I hope I can make it. I do hope to meet some of the Puckle community since I'm probably going solo. I'll keep checking the Puckle site for the itinerary thatch. I gave it to Scrawn. Did you post that yet, BTW? I am going to. Okay, also I, if you, also there's an event on Facebook, right? Yes, there is an event on Facebook. Just email us if you want to be invited. Yeah, email us if you want to be invited, and we can invite you in there. We're going to be talking about other things because the itinerary is not very exact. And if you need a ride from the airport, you should let us know. <laughs> uh, now on to the mailbag. I really think there will be several game reveals this week. There has to be. I know Pokemon has a lot going on this year with Pokemon Go, Pokemon Tournament, the legendary giveaways, etc. But I feel they're missing the mainstream game. And a re-release of Pokemon Stadium, maybe? LOL? A new game would be a cherry on the top. What I would love, like to see in the new game is a customization for sure. Also, I think it'd be kind of cool if they added an option to change the level of the difficulty of the game. For example, maybe gyms would be mixed type instead of monotype, and the gym leader's Pokemon levels would match your highest level Pokemon in hard mode. I would, I'd also would like to see the next line of evolutions. I really like Snag and Whimsicott and Snag's articles regarding those. Other than that, I really can't think of much else other than I hope they do away with the Pokenav. That's it for me. See you all in the next mailbag, Eevee Light. Nice. All right. Yeah. So, it's going to be interesting to read these because um, they like a lot of them were sent in before Sun and Moon were released. Yeah, exactly. Before they were announced at all. So it's very, it's very interesting. Uh, all right. This next one's from Jestern, I think. I am Jestern, a nonsensical nickname I came up with in 2007. And joining me today is Drapion. So, Drapion, what have you been up to in Pokemon lately? Drapion says nothing. It's a Drapion. There's no new news. So let's go to the topic of the week. The topic is Pokemon Z. Ha ha ha. This is funny in retrospect. Yeah, isn't it? Drapion, did you know that even if they didn't, don't, don't announce Z on Pokemon Day, there's still hope. According to a new rumor leaked by Jason Miter, my uncle who works at Nintendo, Nintendo's holding back Pokemon Z as a launch title for the NX, meaning they probably won't be announcing it on Pokemon Day, but later this year. Also, since NX has been promised to release this year, Pokemon Z will also release this year. What's that, Drapion? Jason Miter is just an anagram for I am Jestern, and Jestern is no industry insider? That's the most ridiculous claim ever, but either way, it's still a fun theory. 
What's that, Drapion? You prefer to be called Lord Drappington, to wear a monocle, and to hat? In sorry, I, in sorry, buddy, but that's just too many characters for a poke name. But I'll see what I can do. Catch you on the flip-flop. It's Jestern time. The closing music plays Jestern and Lord Drappington hop on the back of a plidgey and fly off into the sunset. <laughs> I mean, I, I just read it as they write it, folks. Yep. All right, you want to get this next one from uh, Merrick, uh, Maximus? Sure. Let's see. He, Mer- Merrick, say, that. do you think there will be a new game reveal? What would you like to see in a new Pokemon game? It's kind of ironic that you asked this question on episode 222 because the number 222 means keeping the faith. Nintendo has announced that we will be getting a five-minute Nintendo Direct on February 26th. So, it seems like a new game reveal is probable. The real question is, will it be a new mainstream game? I'm going to say yes. Well, you were right. (laughs) What better could they do in a five minutes on Pokemon Day Eve? What I want to see in the next generation game is a deviation from the traditional starter elements. I hate that they've pigeonholed themselves into a single three-element triangle. They could change it up to something like fairy steel and fighting. Hmm, that wouldn't be too bad. They talked about this a while ago. Like mm-hmm. there, when Gen Four was announced, there was actually a thing where they were talking about the starters, and they're just like, and it was a fake on of the these three starters that were fighting dark and psychic. I think. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting, but it, either way, keep going. All right. Uh, I think there will be a refreshing change of pace. I would also like to see normal type be super effective against something, but that's probably unrealistic since it could be a balancing nightmare. It, it probably would be, yeah. Let me end with a haiku. A haiku. Pokemon 20. It's gonna... Wait, what? That's a haiku. Wait, Pokemon yeah, a haiku. 20. Yeah. Pokemon 20. It's gonna be a great year. Get on the hype train. That's Pokemon, a haiku. Pokemon. <laughs> wait, that's how. Wait, that's isn't that only four Pokemon syllables? Pokemon twenty. Twenty is oh, two syllables. Sorry, I'm being real. I'm real <laughs> off right now. Yeah, yeah. Your friend Joe Merrick Ard. He's uh also before we continue uh. He is a host on the Pokemon Go podcast, which I was, I was actually on their most recent episode. Uh, so it should be up, hopefully, by the time this goes out. So if you haven't already, um, if you don't listen to them already, I'd say go check them out. We did a lot of talking about Pokemon Go and speculation and stuff like that. So if you're into Pokemon Go, they're the people to go listen to. So definitely, definitely check them out. They're a bunch of cool guys. They were really fun to talk to as well. That's my piece. Let's see... So our next one is from Celebrandas. Uh, hey, Puckle Crew, Celebrandas returning for another mailbag. I've missed a couple weeks due to my adventures involving the awakening of an emblem of fire, but I've finally gotten back to playing Pokemon. Now I can continue the adventures of Alphonse the Aaron, formerly the adventures of I'm a Rock the Golem, <laughs> but he was injured a few too many times and was asked to leave. On to the mailbag, I'm pretty sure that there will be a reveal of some sort, even if it's just the return of one of the older spin-off games. I'm looking at you, Pokemon Ranger. 
if there isn't a reveal, I'm really I'll be really disappointed because it's really the best time to do the do a reveal, even if the game is a few months out. For the features I'd like to see that boils down to customization, I want my hand jam hat again. I'd also like to see an option implemented where you can choose an alternate starter outside of the traditional water, grass, and fire set. This feature has been implemented in several ROM hacks of the GBA games, one of which, Pokemon Ultraviolet, even lets you go, go catch a starter from a secret reserve if you wanted to. I think it would be a great feature to add in, though I understand how hard balancing it would probably be. That Ultraviolet hack gave you pseudo-legends in that reserve area, so you could break the game really easily if you wanted to. Thanks for the awesome podcast, Celebrandas. Um, P.S. This is kind of a shout-out to the rest of the Puckle community, but with the chat box moved to Zat right now, meaning no easy way to use it on mobile devices, uh, it may be better to try and revitalize the forums. A lot of the areas haven't had a post in nearly a year, and I noticed a post from a new person who thought the Puckle community was dead outside of the podcast, which it isn't, BTW. Uh, the Puckle community is alive as well. It's just uh, the chat box had to be moved to Zat because it broke our website. And hopefully we can go back to the way it was. Yes, in Zat you have the ability to travel through time, and this is a fact. This is a fact. 100% true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scrawn, you want to get the next one from uh, Dennis the DDG Maniac? Yes. Hi, Thatch, and randomly encountered hosts. It is I, Dennis the DDG Maniac, here for another email. You guys mentioned some of the stuff I want to see on a future game, but I want male hex maniacs on the next game. I want to cosplay as one. Hope they make them, though. Also, I want more story on AZ and Zygarde and show the true story behind that war that happened 3,000 years ago. I have my theories, but I'll tell you guys next time. I don't think they will announce a new game on Pokemon Day, but there's hope that on E3 2016 it may get announced. Savvy. Okay, Savvy, I recommend you look for an app. It wasn't spelled like Savvy, that's why I did that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Savvy, I recommend you look uh, for an app like Pokétype or look on the Pokémon stats that may help you learn more about a competitive set that the Pokémon can use, actually use them in battle, or try and breed the Pokémon, and eventually you will memorize almost everything about the Pokémon or do what Whimsicoth recommended. Well, spook you guys next week. Bwah ha 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 ha. All right, he, he attached some teams here. Yeah, he he always put something there. Um, He's got. Oh, he doesn't nickname his Pokemon. <laughs> he does Man. sometimes. He does sometimes. Mm. Uh, you want to get this next one from uh, Basket Jack Maximus? Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Okay. Howdy, 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 Puckle Peeps. There have been an announcement, and I'm saying this the day earlier than in the direct. Check the timestamp. Yo, to give you my second prediction on direct, you might think I should have sent in last week, but I didn't, because I wanted to prove of my psychic capabilities on air after all of you know the truth. Okay, here it is. You ready for it? I'm ready. Ready. Maximus, are you there? Oh no. We've lost oh. Maximus. Maximus. Oh, sorry, sorry guys. That oh. was on that was on my bat. That was my bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, prepare to have your flip flops flopped. That's where we are. Okay. Okay, here it is. Prepare to have your flip flops flopped. First off, the games are X two and Y two. 
Second, there are now Charizard X, Y, X2, and Y2. Oh, I'm so glad we didn't get that. Because <laughs> <laughs> Mewtwo would have got one, too. Mm-hmm. Yep, there you heard it. Second here, folks. Four separate Charizard rights because no one is sick of Charizard. Also, <laughs> also, it will be revealed that AZ is actually a Zorark who was trying to eat the floret that it narrowly escaped him by hiding in the brick-built Imbor's house. He huffed and puffed, but the Zorark learned brick break. Your friends will now follow you throughout your trip around Kalos and X2 and Y2, never, ever, ever leaving your side. The only exception being Tyrano. Tyrano. Tyrano, who will leave your party and attempt to join the Kamomo girls in Johto. He fails his audition after the Kamomo girls realize he actually has no idea how to dance because Pokemon don't dance. They just kind of shuffle around. <laughs> Shauna will remain the typical anime girl and never tell you she likes the PC forever placing herself in the friend zone and wondering why the PC never asked her out Lysander has created a second Death Star I mean Death Laser <laughs> and the rebel forces shoot up with the Gale Wing Brave Birds AZ is still hungry and let her settles for a plump tepig he finds in the he finds in the trash <laughs> because Tepic is trash. Trevor, although a total dork in X and Y, remains determined and ambitious throughout X two and Y two. Accompanying in a mutual beneficiary rival between the PC and himself. After the PC and Trevor ditch those other two Scooby Scoobies. Trevor and the PC have a great friendship, and their kids grow up side by side in a white picket fence neighborhood. As the last cutscene fades from out from Trevor and the PC, the white picket fence stands up and is revealed to be a new legendary gateway Pokemon for the seventh gen, Donald Trumpster. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is, I know. Uh, well, sorry. Pretty far fetched. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I know, I know, you're all really impressed. I would be too if somebody got absolutely everything 100% correct. However, I charge a very high fee for my psychic services. So unless you're a fat cat, make money pants, you're out of luck. Flippity flop, basket out. All right, wow. so contact this guy if you absolutely want an awful reading into the future. <laughs> that was pretty much the opposite. Yeah, I guess you could get a reading and then look into what the opposite of that would be. Mm-hmm. All right. Man, that's, that's a mouthful in more ways than one. All right, I've got this next one from Ryan. Hey, Puckle Crew, I'm here to write another mailbag, but first, sorry for the spam last time. Anyways, for the mailbag question, for Pokemon Day, I hope Pokemon Go... Hope for a Pokemon Go release date and maybe another game. Maybe Pokemon Z. Ryan, signing out. I'm going to take the next one because that wasn't that long. I will take this next one from Merlinder, the mischievous Zorua. Okay, guys, I'm breaking character because I am hyped. 
I'm kind of cheating on the mailbag because they already announced the new games, Sun and Moon. They reminded remind me of Gold and Silver, but little ga- the little gameplay we saw looked original. It looked very tropical. I can't even imagine what the legendaries will look like, if they ha- even have them. I think it's a possibility there won't be any main legendaries like Gen 1. I doubt it, though. I also think in, it, is a cra- it is crazy that you'll be able to use Pokebank to transfer Pokemon t- from the Virtual Console to Pokemon Sun and Moon. Also, I just realized the likely reason you won't be able to use the Virtual Console save points is they probably couldn't find a way to prevent cloning Pokemon without just removing it entirely. By the way, I will be getting Pokemon Moon. What will you guys get? Well, I should go Merlander, the mischievous Zorua, going to cause mischief elsewhere. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, you want to get this next one from uh, Shuckles, Scrawn? Hello, Thatch and Shuckalonians. Shuckles has returned after hearing some fairly significant news. Before I get to that, though, I wanted to thank Thatch for doing such a nice job with my podcast, The Shuckle Podcast, since I've been too busy to host it. It sounds like you are really making a name for yourself, young Thatch. Keep up the great work. Also, I'm flattered that you have offered to allow me to stay in your home during ShuckleCon, but no, you didn't stop there. I wanted everyone to hear just how generous you are. Thatch, you offered to move both you and your wife out of your room in order to accommodate me. What a kind and incredible friend you are. Alas, I will not be able to attend this year. Shuckles have too much to do, and my speed tier is such that even if I started my journey today, I would be many weeks too late. Thanks again, my friend. Now that I've counted my lucky stars, let us get on to Pokemon Sun and Moon. What a thrilling revelation. What unique and awesome adventure awaits us, only time will tell. My little tentacles have been busy tweeting out some of my ideas, but I thought I'd share them here as well. I'm very curious about some ideas and wanted to get your thoughts. First of all, we all know Kalos was an effective callback to Kanto in many ways. Santaloon Forest, Snorlax on the Bridge... Uh, yada yada. When Pokemon Sun and Moon were announced, I couldn't help but think this could be a callback to Johto. Yes, my hometown. Gen 2 games were the first time the day and night mechanics were introduced to Pokemon games, which coincide with Pokemon Sun and Moon very well. This set my heart an immediate pitter-patter, since one of the things Gen 2 was famous for was the way it integrated Kanto into the storyline. Basically, two games at one. We already know there's more to be explored in Kalos. Zygarde forms and Volcanion are just the easy ones to pick out. My assumption is that Sun and Moon will take us to a new but adjacent land and allow us to travel to Kalos a few years in the future from the events of X and Y. Essentially, the Pokemon Z story we've all been so hyped for. Who knows? Maybe we'll even run into a disbanded and leaderless Team Flare. Well, that's enough to chew on for now. I'm sure the coming weeks and months will have ever more to speculate on, and of course I'll be looking forward to the Koro Koro leaks that fall like the ever-present drip from the sink down the hall. We will all be too tired to hear any more thoughts on what Pokemon will get Megastones by the time the holidays run around, and the aforementioned Sun and Moon rest safely in our hands or tentacles. Thatch, keep things running smoothly until I return. Thanks for all you do, Shuckles. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Maximus, you want to get this next one from Ten Little Men? Mm, sure. Hey there, Thatch, assorted co-host and fellow Pokemonians. Ten Little Men here to answer this week's mailbag question. Considering that I'm writing this at the last second on the 27th, my guess as to whether or not they will announce a new game in the near future is pretty confident. No. As for the games that were recently announced, 
I am excited beyond belief if there is one thing that surprised me more than anything else in the promo video is that the, the gown one release I think Gen is, 1 re-releases is what he meant. It says gown oh. 1. Yeah, it says gown. <laughs> I oh. assume it's autocorrect. Yeah. That Gen 1 releases will be compatible with Pokebank. This was so unexpected and basically confirmed with my purchase of at least one of the games. I really hope that the unorthodox moves that some Pokemon learn back in the Gen bring some unexpectedly viability to at least one Pokemon. As for unconfirmed new things that would I like to see, I would love to see a poison type legendary and new standard evolutions for old Pokemon. To loosely quote my favorite childhood book, The Golds or Silver Unofficial Guidebook, when Firo gets to its second stage evolution, Pidgey gets all the love and its rough wasteland cousin is left with nothing. While evolutions and legendaries are cool, but the thing I want most is fairy mundane. Something that may have escaped the notice of general Poke fans with the introduction of X and Y was slight buffs to various Pokemon. If nothing else new is added, all I want from Sun and Moon versions is Dustox getting a tiny buff Dustox didn't get the short end of the stick in X and Y. It didn't even get a stick. Literally, every other early book Pokemon got a buff. Even Beautified got a buff. Sun and Moon can literally be an X and Y release, and I would be less disappointed in the injustice that Dustox faces in every day of its life. Sorry I went that on a little bit long, but I couldn't control my excitement. 20 multi flip-flops, 10 little men, fluttering away. Alright. So this next one is from Jedi DJ. Greetings from Florida. I know that Thatch is probably pretty excited as he finally predicted the new game announcement. I'm cheating on the mailbag as I am writing this Saturday night, but yes, I think there will be a game reveal yesterday. <laughs> Anyways, last time I wrote in, I was playing Black 2. I'm pleased to announce that I have conquered the Unova region. I had a bit of a struggle going backwards in time with graphics, but after I got past that, I really enjoyed the game. After not playing since Gen 1, I have now played through Diamond, Black 2, and Alpha Sapphire. I'm waiting to pick up another gen until I heard that when Sun and Moon games were being released, but with some time still left, I am now starting on Pokemon Y. I also, I also picked up Pokemon Red from the digital store as it was my first game. I am super stoked that Pokebank works with the re-releases. I thought that it might, despite being told it wouldn't, it's a smart business decision on their part. I think it'll keep help them sell more red, blue, and yellow games. I also get en- more subscriptions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have been enjoying the 20th anniversary so far and can't wait to celebrate all year. Thank you guys for the great podcast. Keep it up, and may the Force be with you, Jedi DJ. Hmm. All right. All right. You get this next one from Hanakane, Scrawn. All right. Let's do this. It's a long one. What voice should I do? Red recommendation. one you want to. Recommendations? Rough and rough and rowdy. Rough and rowdy? Mm-hmm. Skittle do, Puckle Crew. It's been a long time. Not from listening to wait, that's more country. Uh hmm. 
Skittledoo, Puckle Crew. It's been a long time. Not from listening to the podcast. I still faithfully tune in every week, but from writing in. That said, I had still been very active in the chat up until we switched back to the old one, and now I can't get it to work for some reason. Hopefully I'll be able to rejoin that side of the community soon, since I love being there and chatting with you guys and other Puckalonians. Anyways, I guess I'll begin by answering the same question Thatch asked for you at the beginning of every episode. What have I been up to in Pokemon recently? Well, for the last two days, I've been incessantly reliving my childhood by playing the virtual console re-release of Pokemon Yellow. Originally, I wanted to do Nuzlocke on it, but the thought of losing Pikachu or the Kanto starters was unbearable. So I downloaded Pokemon Blue to do a Nuzlocke on it later, along with Pokemon Red for my wife to enjoy Pokemon for the first time. Yeah, yeah, I guess being a completionist is what keeps me going, coming back to Pokemon. Speaking of which, I've also recently completed my decks for the first time since Gold way back in 2002. That's the six decks, by the way. Angry face. Other than the euphoria-inducing nostalgia fest over the last couple of days, there's also the elephant in the room. You know what I'm talking about. Pokemon Sol y Luna. That's Sol... Sun and Moon in Spanish, for anyone wondering. I'm not exaggerating when I tell you that I physically let out a gasp of ecstasy when watching that Pokemon Direct on the 3DS eShop. I like Thatch. Was expecting... I, like Thatch, was expecting Pokemon Z to be announced. But unlike Thatch, I was not in the least excited about it. Honestly, I wasn't a big fan of Kalos in the first place, nor of the characters or the story, so having that rehash in a half-baked 2.0 fashion did not exactly get my juices flowing. <laughs> <laughs> Add that to the fact that Gen 6 would have been three years old by the time of its release, and you're looking at a likely minimum of four years between Gens. Yawn. Okay, this is actually hurting my voice, so I'm going to change voices. <laughs> well, well, well. How wrong were we, eh? I almost screamed like a failed hybrid of 13-year-old Beatles and Michael Jackson fans when I saw the Pokemon Sun and Moon logos to the point where my colleagues at work were quite alarmed and asked me what happened. When I grinned and showed them the new Pokemon logos, their looks of bemusement were priceless. I honestly hadn't, haven't been this excited for a Pokemon game since getting my hands on Pokemon Gold back in 2000 as a 12-year-old. I really didn't see this coming, and I also haven't, hadn't been following Pokemon news over the last couple of days, so the element of surprise was simply thrilling. Not only that, but we even got news that the Gen 1 re-releases will have the ability for the first time ever to have Gen 1 Pokemon transferred back past the Gen 2 bed. And you have a very happy Hanakane indeed. How about that for all your Christmases at once? If, if only that had been possible before my red and gold batteries had died. If only Stantler could have lived. He should have lived. He, Hanakane, begins to choke up and has to be pulled away from the computer. All right, so I'll grab... Oh, wait, no, it's Maximus' turn. Never mind. Okay. Uh, Arkham Shiftry. Gotcha. Oh, my God! That direct was awesome! All the nostalgia? I was so happy, and even though I thought Moon and Sun would just be a load of crap, I'm just happy that we're getting a main series game this year. Anyway, I've been busy for the past few weeks, so next week I shall return with my normal size mailbag. Hope you had a great weekend. Arkham Shifty, over and out. Alright, and then our last one is from Snag. If you want this one, Maximus, you're more than welcome to it. Okay. Hello, Trainer Thatch. And whoever he has. Probably no one important. <laughs> hey! <laughs> that, that, he dug it himself. I think that makes it okay. 
I am writing into the mail pad because I feel like I have neglected it for the last few weeks. But then I realized that I usually answer most of my mailbags with a weekly Anything Goes articles anyway. So today I'll just give a few reactions to what has been going on recently with the leak of Magirna and the trailer of Pokemon Sun and Moon. Seventh Gen is upon us. I have to admit that this seems a little sudden and that I would have liked to see a little more out of Gen 6. I am very disappointed that we won't likely won't be likely getting a, a Z version. I really wanted another game to explore the college region and let us explore new areas. Kind of how B2 and White uh, B2 and, and W2 did. Something I actually liked about 5th Gen. And what about Zygarde? They officially released a new form and it isn't getting a dedicated game. This may be incorporated into Sword and Moon, but I would like to have a full game. Like they've done it previously. We didn't get to see a lot in the trailer, but it is exciting knowing that we'll be getting a game this year. I hope that we continue to see from this year Pokemon our small surprises released monthly. In March, we get Pokemon, but in April, they say, Oh, by the way, Pokemon Snap 2 for Wii U is out today. And then in May or June, we get starters for the new game. That way, they can keep the hype train going all year. I know this is very wishful thinking, but I like to be the optimist when I can. Well, I hope everyone is enjoying their classic RBY, and I look forward to a Gen 1 tournament for PuckleCon, even if I have to be the one to run it. Smell your smelly flip-flops later, Snag. All right. So that's it for the mailbag this week. I think because it's Sun and Moon release and we had so many different mailbags this week, we're going to uh, go past the Green Tauros badge this week. We will reinstate it next week. And uh, as always, though, if you want to do more Puckle stuff during the week, you can go ahead and you can follow us on Twitter at Puckle Podcast. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Puckle Podcast. Subscribe to our subreddit, r slash Puckle. You can follow us on Tumblr uh, at at Dot com. And if you have some time, please take, your, take some time to review us on iTunes. That helps other people find us and helps the community grow. We can have bigger and better tournaments. It lets us have bigger and better things. Also, if you can't, if you want to just, just join the discussion for anything, you can check out PucklePodcast.com. We have an awesome community. Like our mailbag writer, uh, Celebranda, said, join in the forums. Get talking. I mean, it lo- might look intimidating. might look like people haven't discussed anything for a while, but maybe you could be the first one that does it. Um, also, if you haven't already, um, please check us out on Patreon if you wish to help us out monetarily. We, uh, we have awesome prizes over there. There's a few things that need to be changed on that. Um, every tier, even if you just donate a dollar, you'll be invited to come to a live monthly podcast that we put on. Uh, our first one that we recorded last month for our patrons at Patreon is going to go up, I believe, this Thursday. So check that out if you get the chance. And it's just a good time. You can go there live. You can talk to us, ask us any questions you want. You can be part of the discussion, part of the episode, essentially. And it's a lot of fun. We like doing those episodes. They're typically uh, a little bit earlier than we'll record, and it's a lot of fun. So I think I've gone over everything, right? I didn't miss anything. That's my no, usual. Sounds good to me. All yep. right. So I guess here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, I am Trainer Thatch. I'm Scrum. 
And I'm Mr. Maximus. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. few things we brought to that of the show guys first of all mailbag question what is your thought on pokemon sun and pokemon moon and also if you are looking to join the prepare for trouble our annual vgc tournament you guys can find the signups on our website starting tomorrow on monday you should be able to find it and lastly if you want to become a gym leader for the uh puckle for this year's summer league the applications will also open up this summer under the league tab and summer league pages so check that all those things out. Thanks for listening this long, guys. I, I apologize. I had to rush out at the end of the show. So hopefully all of this news gets to you in a very timely manner. Hopefully you guys notice that there's lots of time left after closing time. Uh, just listen for a little bit, and you're going to get a blooper. So catch that. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And on to the mailbag. As always, the mailbag is brought to you by the energy drink Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. Oh, man. <gasps> Wait, Scrawn didn't do it? Yeah, Scrawn didn't do it. I was no, really... I forgot. <laughs> I was so I was so concerned. I thought your microphone dropped out of the call or something. Uh, I was so concerned for you. Right now, we are restarting. What happened? <laughs> do it. I. I swear. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.